Greetings, Stacy. Hello, Jordan. How are you today? I'm delightful, glowing.、Uh, you are glowing. You know, sparkling. <laughs> Get into that. I guess we should say Nate isn't so much tonight. This isn't even some. This isn't rehab. This isn't. No. This isn't plastic surgery. You know, or like he he got he loped at the last minute is now on a plane off to Paris or something like that. He also did not get kidnapped and is being held for ransom. No, he is. Oh, this is horrible! Like he is like like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. He's like trapped in a tornado, right? Actually, worse. It's worse than that. He's not trapped in the tornado. He's trapped in the dark, is what he is. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's trapped in the dark without any power、mm. at, at the home that he is dog sitting <laughs> back in St. Louis. Yeah,、so. without power for almost twenty four hours now. So Jeez, yeah, yeah. That means yeah. So so no, it's legit. So. Send your love and light, literally. Yeah, light <laughs> to, to, to Nate, and hopefully, your, hopefully, the power will be restored by the time everybody's listening to this. Your portable、Tuesday. battery, your portable charger packs. I told him he needs to like he needs to start、uh, dog sitting for like preppers,、mm, you know, people who got those backup generators on their houses. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I have on me at almost all times a, a portable charger. Um, but it's not gonna it's not gonna light your house. But I mean, it's a rapid portable charger for like my phone and stuff. Because I'm very OCD、okay. about that. Speaking of, okay, this okay, this might be fake news. I'm just gonna preface this because I saw this on TikTok, so I don't know 100, and I I didn't look it up. Maybe I should have done that. But you just said this, so it reminded me of this TikTok I saw. So everybody else, go do your due diligence. But Apparently, a lot of those public, what allegedly, a lot of those public charging stations, USB stations, it's almost like they're almost like、uh, those fake card readers, like at、mm. gas station pumps or like fake ATMs, which you go to and you 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 swipe and then you put your pin in and then it basically says it doesn't work, where they've actually captured all your information.、Right. Apparently, these US these you know USB C USB chargers and stuff. You plug it in, and then they start stealing all the information from your phone. Oh! And they go into like whatever charging charging bank is there, quote、mm-hmm. unquote, and then the, they steal your information. And we all live and die on our phones, basically nowadays.、Yeah. So having just carrying around a backup, you know, power thing, power、yeah. pack, whatever, people should start doing that more because you know, or just. Or start carrying. A, ladies, carry a cord with you in your purse. Always have one because、yeah. don't trust those things. Don't trust those things, but also don't trust me at the moment. Go do your research. No, <laughs> I've heard that kind of stuff too, though. So I, I believe you. And mine is、yeah. mine isn't so much for. Okay, it's for this personal security because I I'm OCD about charge. I check something、yeah. I do. The Jewish mother in me. I will、mm-hmm. if we're like sitting at a restaurant or something anywhere, and I and you have your phone on the table, and I have my charger. I will check your phone, and I will plug it in without asking you from my little charger to charge it up. For I'll、them. set it up.、Oh、yeah, I'll be like, you're at like seventy three. Oh, 
below 70, oh, it makes me so anxious. Like, <gasps> so nervous. I mean, look, I've got a, I've, there's a USB port in the back of my lamp here. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I got it was so I could sit here and also by my bed. And I always have, you know, a charger here. So I'm always charging up yeah. my phone because I can't stand, I can't stand for it to go below 50, you know, and I've got an older phone, so I need to get a newer phone because it's starting to lose its charge faster. But I can't stand for it to go below 50%. Like people who are like always on red or yellow when I see their screenshots, I'm like, who are you? You know, I- especially living in California, like. I'm always afraid that there's going to be like an earthquake. Yeah. If you live in Tornado Alley, you should be ready for a tornado because mother, I mean. I you know? also, um, my, I always, even if my phone's at like 95%, I have it on that yellow low battery mode. Cause I'm just trying to oh, stretch it out as long. It really, it's like being, I imagine having a low battery without a charger nearby is like being thirsty in the desert without any sign of drinking, like any sign of drinking water. And so I, yeah. And I will charge yours did you, too. Anyone? Did you charge up anybody else, anybody's phone today while you were out doing glorious, oh, fabulous things? Oh, speaking of charging, this was a big recharge for my soul. For my delusions, I guess they're not delusions anymore. They're no, they're, they're, gr- they're grandeur. They're grandeur adjacent. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> adjacent. <laughs> yeah. So today was pretty pretty swanky. I went with, I guess I'll say it, Jackie Siegel, the Queen of Versailles, to a private client event in Bel Air for for Louis Vuitton. Jesus. Keep in mind, I don't have any Louis Vuitton. This was not a shopping experience for me. <laughs> this was Oof. for her and for their very best clients. So we're not even talking like just, it's not like, it's not like a promo event for celebrities. This is for people who drop insane mm. amounts of money to get invited to this. And it was at, um, what was it at? I'm sorry. The sick house on the golf course in Bel Air, the Bel Air Country Club. It's a brand new house that hasn't been listed yet. It's going to be listed Ooh. for 75 mil. <sighs> yeah. Damn. It's insane. It's like all my, here's where it makes it a nightmare though for some, cause I was there to also like take pictures and stuff. Mm. It's one of those super modern ones. Tons of glass, which on a sunny day for lighting photos is a nightmare. Yeah. But that aside, if that's the hardest part of my day, I'll survive. I mean, it was really, really cool. Um, gorgeous. Ha- I mean, the products in there. This isn't Louis Vuitton like a tote you see every soccer mom have. Mm-hmm. These were only for people who buy. These were custom custom things bar sets makeup kits uh like walk-in wardrobes all louis vuitton you sent us a picture of like this tower like almost christmas tree built of like trunks and yeah wardrobes you know traveling wardrobes and stuff like piled up in the middle of in front of a window and i was like hello it was all louis vuitton they they called it their eiffel tower 
It was kind of like an Eiffel Tower of the trunks. <laughs> and um, I, well, the cool part was because these are, this was only for real buyers. Like people, these aren't window yeah. shoppers. And so they these were. These are not influencers. Right. These are <laughs> not influencers. These are for people who will drop 30000 on a purse amongst the many other purses or whatever they're buying things that I, I was witnessing that of people around cause they went through prices cause uh, an associate, you had a private, your own private shopper. Who's like your advisor. These are VIP client relations people. And then they would also have a Louis Vuitton associate with an iPad who, as you went around and picked out what you want, add it to your shopping cart add it to your shopping cart. And then at the end, you would review it and sign off. And so yeah. these were things, but so that meant I got to learn what all the, and you know, I'm a learn, I'm a lifelong learner when it comes to. You, you, you love, you love learning about what things cost, <laughs> their values, their valuations, how will they appraise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like there was one trunk that was in the standard this one cool trunk. And it's like, I don't know, it's like $120,000 or 130000 But that's in the standard coloring. If you want it in like, say, pink or white or whatever the material, the outside print material is, add like another twenty grand. I mean, these people were dropping like, oh my, I can't even, I, I really couldn't even process it. Because uh, it was just so like, but it was Lux, and I loved it. Um, uh, they had, you know, they had caviar and uh, champagne. I didn't have it. I, I, I had Diet Coke, and they found a Red Bull for me. It was the middle of the day, despite what people think of me. It was the middle of the day, and I was focused. <laughs> you are getting older now, too. Yeah. So then, oh, 35. after that. The- <laughs> <laughs> After that, though, we went to uh, lunch at the Ivy. That was fun. Yeah. I haven't been there. It was cool. I had the lobster club sandwich, and it was delicious. Mm. It was very, um, I mean, it was the Ivy on Robertson, which takes you back to the kitchen, you know, the kitchen, mid-aughts. Uh, so that was cool. And I like being around people like that because it's interesting in a restaurant like that when you're seated with a certain, a very certain kind of celebrity because everyone in the restaurant is aware of who's who. And it's interesting, mm-hmm. like if you're sitting at the polo lounge or the Ivy or one of these kinds of places, watching how people react to each other because everyone's playing it cool, but everyone's looking around the room. And it's funny when I realize someone's eyes are falling on our table or I'm looking across the restaurant at a certain table. And it's like, I I like that dynamic. It's it's a quiet little game. Everyone's (laughs) looking. I've seen people do the walk by, the fake walk by, like they're looking for the restroom and they're clearly Mm -hmm. out of their way and they're trying to get a better look at someone. So that's always, that's, that's just fun. I wonder if that happens in other cities. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, like New York, totally. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun, yeah. and then yeah. So I have, and I still don't own any Louis Vuitton. So <laughs> damn it, I wanted you to come back with a duffel bag. No, I don't have any. Um, but it was really cool. 
75 million for that house. And the crazy thing is the people who are invited could buy a 70. Those were even potential buyers for the house. Think about it. These people spend millions on purses and luggage and home accessories. 75 million isn't preposterous to the crowd that was uh, invited to this, except for me, (laughs) the poor, that's my, that's my calling card. I'm the poorest person in the richest rooms. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We should make merch that says that. Yeah. Poorest person in the richest rooms. <laughs> I'm used to it. I accept it. It's fine. I'm like, oh man. I'd rather be in the room than not be. So <laughs> Exactly. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm-mm. What did you do this week though? This past week, well, I on Thursday night, um, my friend invited me t- to go with him to the premiere of the new Peacock uh, original called Mrs. Davis. Here's, mm. here's a picture. It's, it's up on my IG, too. There's a couple of pictures from there. Uh, stars Betty Gilpin from Glow mm. and uh, Jake McDormand from several things. Although, ironically, I remembered recently, I was like, oh, yeah. He's actually my sorority sister's younger brother. Like, oh. I was like, ah, I don't think I ever met him though when we we're in the mm. house because he was like a lot younger. So, if so, I don't know. But anyway, it's actually really good. It's um, Damon Lindoff. Lind- oh, I always pronounce it wrong from uh, Lost. Mm. Uh, hold on. Yeah, Lindelof. David Lindelof and uh, Tara Hernandez. And it's really fun. It's like um, it's like it's like nuns on the run meets lost. Just kidding. Mm, <laughs> no. yeah. But it's got that like it's got this whole yeah. I really liked it. So we watched like the first two episodes, and it was good. And yet, but it was raining on Thursday night here in LA, and of course, so that meant that the red carpet had to get moved inside. Where was this? Where was the- this is at the DGA, the Directors Guild. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that got moved inside, and uh, which was not a big deal. But this is the funny thing. So they give us popcorn and, you know, a boxed water. And then also you could have, like, I think Sour Patch Kids and Twix. But you couldn't take the food into the screening room. You had to eat it outside. You could take the water in with you, but you couldn't take the food in with you. It was Weird. Like, well, that's mean <laughs> to do to people. Yeah, it's mean. <laughs> and like part of the appeal of going to movie theaters is you're allowed to binge eat in the dark. Well, but also like I've been to plenty of FYC events, which are for your consideration mm-hmm. screenings. And so, and usually those you cannot eat. You can, uh, Screening rooms are really nice. Screening mm-hmm. rooms are what you would hope that movie theaters would be like. Like they're clean. The seats are nice. Like it, everything's just really good in there. So I don't expect usually to eat during those things, but usually after an FYC event, you go out and then there's some food, cocktails. Sometimes it's a to-go box. Other times it's like a buffet, like other food mm-hmm. that you can have. And there's a bar there. So just depends on the, on whatever show or movie it is. Um, 
but I've never seen it where it was beforehand, but you couldn't take it in. So that's my, that's my only, only criticism. I don't have a criticism of the show because the show is really interesting and I'm going to end up watching it. So I'm not going to rewatch the first two episodes. Well, maybe I will because I'm sure there's shit that I missed mm. because it's definitely like very layered and um, very interesting. And I really, and I love Betty Gilpin. I think she's just fabulous. And she's like, she's sassy. I like, I like, I like sassy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And she's, she's got this dry wit and she just like drops. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it, it's like existential and also kind of, you know, and also uh, a bit like action packed too. And yeah, it, it makes you think again, it's, you know, kind of like lost in that sense, but it's Damon, Damon Lindelof. I, so, yeah. When I first saw the advertisements for it, the name Mrs. Davis caught my eye. Cause I was like, Oh, is this a documentary about? And I started thinking about the different Mrs. Davises. I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, no. I was completely off base, but the name alone, it sounded very like society documentary. And I was like, "Ooh." Well, you actually, what if? I don't know because again, this is a mystery. <laughs> so it could end up being, you know, Brandon Davis's mother is actually behind all of this. I would have that would be a twist (laughs) if you're listening Damon and Tara that would be the twist you somehow make Brandon Davis's mom I don't even know her first name but you make her Mrs. Davis (laughs) then it'll all make sense no it won't how can that was bad. oh and then we went to the pendry afterwards for the after party oh nice So. so they had drinks and stuff after so yeah, so there were drinks and then there was tray passing and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they had a good DJ. And and so that was fun. And we stayed there for a little while, but it still was like late. Because when you watch like two episodes and it's like, yeah. But anyway, but it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. You know what else is a good time? There are drinks and DJs. I don't think they have tons of snacks because I think you have to stay Instagram, Instagram, say Instagram. Yep. Yeah, Instagram thin, and also I think on some of the substances they're on, they don't have much of an appetite. What a way to introduce Coachella! <laughs> Woohoo! Weekend yeah. number one. Yeah. Good old Coachella. I mean, that's. N- have you been? No. Have you? Yeah, me neither. No, I, mean, I hate I'd the like going- I hate music festivals. Yeah, I, I hate like music festivals. I like going to like. Like La Quinta, Palm Springs, all that, you know, like going to places where there's nothing to do but relax or drink or what. I like the, I like, I like the resort experience of Palm Springs, mm-hmm. but as far as the, uh, I, oh, music festival, I would die. Oh God, yeah. in the sun, yeah. crowds, <laughs> schlepping, loud music. It's not my, no. Not my no. scene. I absolutely like sweating, like to having like standing in line to use a porta potty. It just ab- having nowhere to sit except for the ground. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like I've wait. been a I've been a Miss Prissy like since I was a teenager about that stuff. Like, uh-uh. I yeah, can't do I, it. I'm thinking like also how many cigarettes do you have to bring? How many packs? Okay, because first for someone like me who wants, mm-hmm. the money. 
I mean, I would need like those, like how people strap bombs to their chest or whatever. I would need, <laughs> I would need like a carton of cigs taped across <laughs> my chest because I don't know if they sell them in there. Um, also, in general, when people see you smoking, they want some. So I always bring oh, extra 100%. to share. You now at a festival where everyone's jacked up on. <laughs> drunk or jacked up on drugs for every one sig i have i need to give away like three or four mm-hmm. so i would end up going through like 10 packs a day i don't those are the kind of like we were talking about with the battery charging there are certain mm-hmm. things i'm very no it doesn't yep. sound and I'm, I'm not young enough anymore i'm too old now to do something so carefree and just be like oh figure it out i'll make friends absolutely i need snaps I need a charger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need backup yeah. lighter. Too much in my head. I, I don't want to make new friends. Yeah. I, I, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't want to have to make new friends. Mm-hmm. If I incidentally make new friends, then awesome. But I don't want to have to, like, make new friends. And I, absolutely not. And like, you know it would be really bad for me, too, because that that thing I have where I would just constantly be pursuing whatever the next level of wristband is. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, wait, I finally made it into that tent. What's what's towards the back of the tent? Is that a rope? Is, that, is there a yeah. guard with a door? And it would just be an endless pursuit. And I'd still never see anyone that famous or important. Right. I'd just waste. So, yeah, no. I'd get nothing yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there's a there's a whole set of influencers who go out there and actually don't go to Coachella too. Yeah. They just stand outside of it and like take pictures and have like they do the Coachella experience and then they they fake it and then they sell it on their Instagram. Yeah, I mean it's a good. I give them it's a cost saving measure, but I saw mm-hmm. that I don't. Let me see because we have the name of the girl who posted it. Like. I kind Wait. of like I kind of rag on it, but at the same time, yeah, it's a cost saving venture. And also there are a lot of parties that happen in Palm Springs that are obviously off campus. Yeah, that's you know, what I was of, of Coachella. I, so like you're if you're going to those parties, then fuck yeah, it. Like brands, companies that rent out sick houses or hotels mm-hmm. around the the Palm Springs area. Um, and that's, that's the kind of, like I, what I did today, that's the kind of stuff I would go to Coachella for, but the actual festival, but these, they're not doing it out. These people want you to think they're there. I mean, I'm not yeah. talking about middle. <laughs> these are like kids who are just like bringing their whole wardrobe out to an Airbnb in the desert taking pictures around the desert or getting ready in their rental so you feel like they're going to Coachella. And then they get enough content that way to never actually go, but to support their accounts. So, Do you know who else is like faking where they are? Raquel. Raquel, Rachel. Rachel Levis. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel Levis is like, well, okay, she really is at Miraval, but she was the way that her and her PR team put it out. They were saying that she checked that she checked herself in to a mental health facility. Mm-hmm. So they made everybody think that she went to a mental health facility, like yeah. into rehab, where she actually just went to a spa slash wellness center. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the famous one that was on 
Real Housewives of Orange County when Kelly Dodd hit Shannon Bedore in the head when she had the bowl on her head, and then Shannon thought she had a concussion. Just that whole thing. Yeah, but like it's famous for its like gongs, like what Kelly did, but the, mm-hmm. they have gongs there. It's peaceful. You can get a let you. They have a sponsorship deal with Lexus, so you can take a desert a chauffeur desert ride through an Alexis SUV. It's like meditation. It, 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 it's not a, it's, it's not a medical facility. No, it's not a medical facility. Like girl, like fine. You need to get away. Fine. Yeah. I mean, I kind of understand, but like, like don't, you just lied to basically try to get sympathy for yourself. Yeah. And this is the second time you've done this, actually. And and you're using and you're weaponizing, in my opinion, you're weaponizing people's real trauma, yeah. whether it's mental health issues that they need to go, you know, actually go to a mental health facility or, you know, abuse. You're weaponizing other people's trauma to try to get sympathy for yourself yeah. and to like. She, she did that. This is, but, it's nervy because I mean, the first time she did it with Sheena and the mm-hmm. restraining order. And from what we understand, it was fake. She, she lied about being assaulted, abu- physically yeah. abused. And then that didn't work. So. Okay, then check yourself into a mental health facility. Instead, nope, she's going to lie again. Sympathy. Mm-hmm. I think we're. I, th- I think we're all burnt out on trying to pretend to, you know. I mean, yeah, it's like I don't think I don't think most most of us who aren't you know professional assholes we don't want to be you know, we don't want to kick somebody while they're down you know yeah. we don't want to like you know if somebody's going through a, a truly rough time we want to have empathy for them mm-hmm. may not sympathize with them but we'll, we might empathize with them but this is just it also is it's the, the boy who called wolf it's also like trick me once shame on you trick me twice shame on me it's like i can't i can't believe anything you say anymore like why should anybody believe you anymore that's fine just just if you need to shut down and go away for a while then go do that and just quietly go away for a while don't make a pr statement just like be like homer simpson and back yourself into the uh, bushes and just quietly like be quiet but that's not your mo as we can tell now, it's not your MO. I feel like, so. I feel like, um, first of all, Raquel, Rachel really underestimates how thorough the Bravo and Bravo social media audience is. Yeah. Like, as if we wouldn't figure it out, especially going to a resort that housewives have been to before on camera. Sloppy. Never assume that the that the audience is stupid. The yeah. audience is always smarter than you get than you give them credit for, and that's what I always say with like any television show or anything like studios or networks do. I'm like, the audience is smarter than you give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Like they will figure this stuff out. Like they will they will get in, especially this day in social media, and how loyal and rabid Bravo Bravo fans are, which you and I are Bravo fans. So yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, and the, the other thing too, where was I going to go with this? Here we go. 
I'll give her some mental health advice. No, I'm joking. But analyzing <laughs> her, thinking about it, is that I don't think what I'm gathering is she still can't handle not what she did, but that she's being viewed and treated like a villain. And yeah. I don't think, I think in her mind, she will always be that Bambi-eyed, innocent girl. And instead of reflecting on what she's done to others, she's what she's weighed down by right now is how others view her, the reality of how others view her. So it's not like, oh, I broke up a marriage with a, or a relationship that's horrible. It's, uh, people are calling me a homewrecker. My feelings are hurt. It mm-hmm. feels like the way that she keeps repeatedly lying to get sympathy makes me feel like it's yeah. still all about her. It is. Yeah. It is all about her. Yeah. You know, I mean, she needs therapy for sure, but the, like therapy to stop fucking lying. Yeah. This is just ridiculous. I saw some of the, uh, I saw, uh, I caught up on Rander Pump Rules this week. And I was just like, uh, my first thought was how, I don't know if they have a connect down there or how they smuggled it through, but they were for sure, like, for sure, allegedly, allegedly, certainly. No, they were like rolling on camera in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, they were on something. We'll just say something. They were on something allegedly. <laughs> but I was I was thinking about how do you, I mean, I that was just clear. I've seen people online speculate she was like on something all season. Like not just her, but like ecstasy or Molly seems to be a big suspicion. Some people said Coke and I was like, no, she'd be sharper. She'd be sharper yeah. and a little bit more um, erratic. She does seem a little in a haze. Mm-hmm. She's not too upbeat. So I don't know what, but. Cause if, I don't know. I don't know about like all season. I mean, I can see like, I can see at the wedding, you know, mm-hmm. for granted it's Mexico. I wouldn't trust, you know, flying with anything yeah. to Mexico because well, I don't want to get stuck in jail there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but that's those are rumors. Those are rumors. I don't know yeah. Anything about that. But yeah. But, and yeah, yeah, those are all allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, so I don't know. She's still like almost a victim in her head. Always a victim. Yeah. 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 Maybe somebody should put a bowl on her head and then hit it with a mallet. Maybe that would knock some sense of <laughs> Oh, speaking of Orange County, since we're all like waiting for the trailer and it's uh-huh. never going to happen, which means it will happen <laughs> the, the night before this episode of our own airs. This is... <laughs> They'll drop it tomorrow, Monday, yeah, and then yeah. we're like, great. Or it like drops Tuesday morning <laughs> as this is airing, and we're like, it's never going to happen, and then it does. Oh, but I got a fun little scoop uh, from this weekend. I took an Uber Black which is like the slightly fancier cars. Mm, um, look at you. Yeah, upgraded. <laughs> the things we brag about here. I had, <laughs> they gave, I went to CPK. They gave me two sides of ranch this week. It was <gasps> a no, no. <laughs> The universe is smiling on you. <laughs> no, but um, I was coming home the other night and I took an Uber Black and I always make it's not, it's not taxi cab confessions, but you know, I talked to the people driving. 
and um, small talk. And as a, you know, blah, 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 housewives and reality TV people, etc. He's like, oh, I, um, I, he was like, I've driven for some of them. This guy also, his day job or whatever, he drives for one of those like Escalade, you know, the services. Oh, delivery. He, okay. So he's like, he's like a chauffeur. Right, a chauffeur right. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he does the actual, um, like, you know, airports, events, that's the, those services you see. And nice. so it's like, I lit up and I was like, who? And he told me among them was Heather and Terry Dubrow. Because they come up from Orange County to LA a lot, and you've seen it on the show where they get in a show, uh, like a Navigator or whatever, a driven car. Mm-hmm. And so I had to ask. I was like, "Was it? Can I ask you something about the Heather and Terry?" And he knew the answer. <laughs> I mean, he knew the question. He was just like, "Yeah," like he braced himself, and it's like, "Are they as bad as people?" I was like, oh, you know, I I feel sexist now because I didn't ask about the husband. I was like, is, is Heather really bad? Like, is she really hard to deal well, with? Well, because Heather is is the housewife. Yeah, Terry's just the husband. He's not the star of the show. She is right. one of the stars of the show. So I I don't necessarily think of that as inherently sexist. Yeah. Like you you, it's called housewives for a reason. Yeah, housewives. yeah, and there's just like less out there but so no i was like is heather bad like is she as bad i think i said is heather as bad as i've heard she is and he was like no (laughs) terry is (gasps) he said terry's a monster he used the word monster well i asked if he's a monster and he agreed so we'll (laughs) go with that but um no because he was like you know heather because i you know i was like you know i deal with a lot of difficult here like and i've heard in this even in this sea of difficult reality stars had the duper heather stand is the rumors about her um mm-hmm. mistreating people and I, he was like no he's like heather is very strongly opinionated she's precise but he said she's gracious and like she'll invite him when he picks her up she'll invite him in and ask if he wants water or a soda like she's at least considerate and he said mm-hmm. Terry wants to be treated like a movie star, and he <sighs> he said he is he talks down to the driver and the little people. He does that, and he also like wants a scene anywhere they arrive. He wants the car to pull up, the door to be opened in a way that says like "Look who's here, Doctor yeah. Dubrow has arrived," and the yeah. guy couldn't stand. He said Heather was actually, he was like, you know, he understood what I meant. He knows how, he knows of housewives. So he was like, Heather, mm-hmm. he knew why there, she has a reputation, but he said she's, she's like maybe a little bit, not easy, but she's at the decent, like, you know, she's considerate. But Terry yeah. is like, I don't know, the way he said it, it's like a toddler on his birthday. Dr. Dubrow is here. Take my picture, you know? And he's oh really rude gosh. to people. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me because as if you've listened to the last few episodes, I've been reading slowly because it's a big book. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's not all diamonds and rosé. I've mm-hmm. been reading that. And in the Orange County chapter, it talks about how, how Terry was on the swan. And then when Housewives Orange County came up, like he... 
basically because they would go to plastic surgery offices to like try to scout for women. And so then Terry was the one who was kind of like put up Heather for it and she interviewed for it mm-hmm. and, uh, and then didn't go on that season. And then, um, then they kind of came back apparently then later on Terry and Heather were shopping a, a restaurant reality show featuring them. Mm-hmm. Which I'm kind of like, why? Is this like, like a, was, either I one want, of you in, I want to look at either the, one of you are in the restaurant business. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I'm curious if this was before or after Pump Rules premiered and she thought she could have her own, like. Oh, maybe. I don't know, because it, it doesn't sound to me like she cooks. She even has chefs on. Boom. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter now because she's a housewife. But this is the thing is that they went to, they apparently went to Alex Baskin, who's one of the, the EPs on that show, mm-hmm. on OC. And so, but so they immediately, they were like, oh, it's okay. That's okay. But like, what about putting Heather on Housewives now? And then she got an offer. But this is, this is the quote that I think is like telling. So you saying that, that the driver said that mm-hmm. doesn't completely shock me after reading this. Cause Alex Baskin says in the book, Terry wanted to be on the show much more than Heather did. As a matter of fact, we later heard that Terry may have forged Heather's signature on her contract. And then Heather says right after that, I was pissed at Terry. (laughs) (laughs) I think she kind of confirmed that. Yes. But it's like, you know, but Terry's not stupid. He saw the opportunity and wore me down. Like, I mean, it just is kind of like, well, I mean... Yeah, this this man wants well, and then later on, you know, he's got that show again with Paul, um, Adrian Malouf's ex husband. Uh, I almost called him Paul Malouf, but I'm like, that's not his name, Stacey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he had the botched, you know, that this man wants to be on television too, and unlike Jersey Housewives, where the house husbands are pretty well involved in the show. That's the only franchise where the the husbands are really involved. Yeah, you know. So Terry Terry needs to have his own. Terry, yeah. But also Terry's a rich kid. Like that, all that money, that house, it doesn't come from plastic surgery. Like he was, he was rich. He was raised rich. No, that's what I've heard. He was from like Van Nuys or something. Oh really? Well, who has all that money? Did did Heather have that money? Okay, Heather came from a. Heather came from a well-off family. She did. Like, I, I think it's like Westchester, New York, like the upscale suburbs. Her dad was a corporate lawyer, Ivy League trained, or he went to Stanford. She did. But he came from, like, um, Van Nuys. But what what makes me wonder if he had, were family money, he had that brother who was a rock star who passed away, and he didn't have kids. So I wonder if Terry inherited some money from that guy's estate quiet riot or whatever oh yeah he was never quiet right yeah but no um he's from van nuys they used to make fun of it on the show like like (laughs) tamra would be like oh you're a valley kid but um heather comes from like a nicer like a, a a better off family comfortable dude for some reason i i thought i'd heard that he came from a well off family yeah, I think he was like from Van Nuys, which is like uh, nothing special. And like, I mean, like, usually the rich don't live in Van Nuys. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, trying, I'm picking my words carefully, but 
it's <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just be it's not no. fancy. It's not a fancy it's not a fancy neighborhood. It's just like regular. And so um it it's you know what it is? It's adjacent to Encino where all the housewives of Beverly Hills lives, but it's it's like the cheaper it's the other side and, of the track. And, Sh- and Sherman Oaks too. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is very ritzy. Yeah, this is the other well. side of the track to housewife neighbor. It's just like a regular suburb. There's nothing glamorous or TV yeah. worthy. So, but she came from like a, you've seen, and you've seen her mom on TV. She has like a True. So, I guess I just wanted him to be like a rich boy asshole. Yeah. I well, I think he took, I think he took that on. Uh, maybe, a, maybe he took on that persona because, yeah. He's, but I, you know, Again, that's one of those things, like, I guess sometimes, no matter what, like, we peg somebody as something, and then we really want to make it, make them be that. Yeah. I mean, he really loves that stuff, so, like, he really likes to brag, as you see on the show, so. And he also likes the attention. I mean, I remember Heather saying before, I don't know if it was on a show or in an interview, saying she's joked, like, Terry loves the media more than I do. And I was an actress. Mm-hmm. Like, well, cause I think, I think I could be wrong again. I'm putting words in people's mouths and I'm putting my own stuff on it, but I think Heather enjoys performing, mm-hmm. which as an actor, if you're, if you're really an actor, that's what you enjoy. You enjoy performing mm-hmm. the fame and the recognition is something else. It's something completely different. But just as we see with the Kardashians, like they're famous. They don't perform per se. Right. They don't have, they have other skills. I'm not good. I used to say they were skillless and talentless. I'm not going to say that anymore. They have other skills, marketable skills that they use to create fame for themselves. So you could be a performer and want to perform for people and and be seen by people in that sense, but not want to be famous in that sense of like having people always take your picture and be up up your butt crack all the time Mm -hmm. talking about what you do. So I can see that. I can see her being that way and, and for housewives to be just kind of like another job for her. Yeah. It's a plot. I mean, it's raised, it has helped his, I'm sorry, it's helped his practice and it's helped, he's on botch now and they have that medical, whatever, that like skincare line, health line together. So, I mean, they're smart. They use it as a marketing tool. The same mm-hmm. way Vanderpump did it for her restaurants, Jill Zarin did it for her fabrics. But this um, is the funny thing is that you don't have the Dubros hitting you over the head all the time mm-hmm. with their products and stuff. Like there might be one launch and then that's kind of it. It's not like their entire seat, their entire storyline is this one product launch or this one thing yeah. as it becomes for other housewives. Like this is something that yes, it's talked about, we're going to do this. And there might be like a couple of episodes, but then they let it go and they let it run its course. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I was wrong about that. Um, well, one last thing I think we should talk about since we are doing this on Sunday night, because I was, I was hoping, because I know we don't really talk about that, this, the show on, on here very much or at all, but love is blind. I do watch that show and several of my friends work on that show mm. have worked on that show. So, um, 
yeah, so I watched Love is Blind and I was looking forward to this live reunion that they were doing tonight. I was like, oh, I was like, they're going to do a live reunion. I mean, they did the Chris Rock show live, that special live. Um, well, apparently, no, Netflix can't get their shit together. They dropped the ball because it just, it didn't work. It did not work. People are so upset. Like Twitter's blowing up, mm. Instagram's blowing up, TikTok's blowing about people. People like across America got together to like have a reunion watching like special, like with their friends and like ordered food and like stuff like that. And then had to sit there and look at different versions of like either a spinning wheel of like this is, you know, we'll be, we'll be there in just a minute or me who keeps getting an error code. And people were just like, what's going on and finally they just Netflix eventually I think like an hour and a half after it was supposed to go go they finally said it's not working and we're taping it now and well then we'll put it up and I saw some tweets and it looked like it came through for some people for mm-hmm. a little bit of time and then it cut off again and so they're just like, I would hate to be that's like that nightmare thing to be in like to be the one who's getting fired tomorrow you know, this is a technical glitch, and there was a team who was probably responsible for this in their life. Okay, but I will say this, is that that's, that's the first possibility. The second possibility, though, too, is that somebody high up, I don't know who, like, but somebody high up who gets paid a lot of money, you know, probably like, you know, seven figures a year, was like had this bright idea but when did they have this bright idea they probably had this bright idea like four four or five weeks ago right before they started to air this and they were like you know what? we're going to do the reunion this way mm-hmm. and so the whole technical team and everybody who puts this together is scrambling yeah because they're not set up for this they were not going to be ready for this yeah. and everybody probably was like in the behind their backs is like we're not ready for this da da I bet I bet a million dollars that's the one that it is. I can see that cuz it's a big undertaking. And mm-hmm. like I've done things this is like on the smallest most pathetic scale, but I've had to help people set up Instagram lives and it is for some people it's just too much. And now I'm mm-hmm. so I'm saying and I get that cuz there are little glitches that can happen. Now a mad and then from the Instagram live to record it, find that recording so you can post it to re- whatever. The point is I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying I can totally see what you mean. Having four or five weeks at Netflix might not be enough. It's- also, they might've needed to like up their bandwidth mm-hmm. and, and put in more servers too, to like, help like you know because this was something that was going to be high traffic Mm -hmm. and that's also the thing too is that netflix like all these streamers they do not release numbers so we don't know how many numbers the chris rock special got on the like the live viewing we we have no idea versus like planes so what if like that worked because it didn't have as many live views some people watched it an hour afterwards Mm -hmm. you know and stuff like that so it didn't back it up but what if like so many more people than they anticipated watched wanting to watch this that it crashed it basically and that's what i'm thinking happened it crashed their servers they didn't have enough bandwidth they might have not been able to get enough i mean because we're talking like 
gigs. Like, like, like what's bigger than gigs? Like, oh my gosh, it's been so long since I worked in tech. But anyway, what I'm saying is that Tara, I bet it was a last a minute decide. Ter- uh, yeah, terabyte. That would be it. Huge terabyte lines. So yeah. yeah. But and in some places can't handle that capacity either. Yeah, and so maybe Netflix wasn't prepared. Like I think Bravo E would they maybe Netflix didn't understand that we know as Bravo fans and social media Bravo fans, especially the intensity people love to live watch and live tweet, live post. That's kind of new to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Bravo, it's it part of the lifestyle. <laughs> this yep. is what you do. Maybe Netflix didn't real like like you said with the Chris Rock special. I'll watch it tonight. Maybe I'll... no people are glued when it's yeah. reality reunion. Like, they have this is season four of Love Is Blind, so mm-hmm. they've built up a fan base, and they also they they dropped episodes over three consecutive weeks. So it's like they've been building up to this and they keep mm. talking about it. So yeah, there's going to be millions of people who want to watch this. Yeah. And they just, they just shit. They just shit on themselves like all over the place. And, and so, yeah, I think somebody, some lower down people are probably going to get fired and they shouldn't be fired yeah. because it just, because they're not set up. They're not, they're not a broadcast network. Yeah. And they don't know how to do it. It, it, this is something new in a way, Tech which is would blind. be really cool. <laughs> Tech is blind. <laughs> IT is blind. I was, was going to try to come up with some, the, the latest spark, genius segue. And I was like, speaking of blind, I'm about to drink myself up. And I was going to go into um, Copacabana, Barry Manilow's song. She drinks herself up. <laughs> but that's not really great. Okay, Lola. <laughs> yeah, Lola. <laughs> But you know what would be great? Two, let's see if I get this right. Two, rate, subscribe, follow, and review Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Yes. On whatever platform you choose to listen, please make sure to share with friends and anyone. Share with anyone. Enemies, friends, frenemies, exes, futures, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just share because, yeah. The more the merrier. And also, please uh, hit us up. Uh, We're on Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One. And from there, you can find all our personal accounts. Stacy's, Nate's, mine, the whole... um, The whole... Michigan's? Yeah, it's going to be like menagerie of characters on Twitter. <laughs> but, We're fragile just like glass. Yeah. <laughs> well, hmm, who can say goodbye this week? I can. Ciao.